afternoon, evening, midnight, 3 a.m. Whenever you're listening to this. I don't know. I don't know your life. I don't care about your life. I mean, I do care about your life, but I don't care how you live your life. As long as you don't don't care about We care about you, the listener. As long as you don't hurt other people and you do good, I I don't, you know, it doesn't matter to me what you do. Right, and that's our podcast for today. Thanks for listening. Take care. <laughs> Moral of the I story. That, be that's kind to that's, that should be our that's our podcast for now. We're just gonna come out, say one like positive sentence, and do that. And one. we're done. <laughs> Much easier, probably more effective as well. Now we're gonna do an ASMR. We're gonna talk really quietly. We're gonna, we, always, we, always, we, always, we do this joke like once a month. I don't know if Sorry, did we did we do this? Did we do it again? Oh, I forgot we did it. Sorry. I don't even know if you can hear me right now. That was Keith drinking water. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Uh, Keith. Yeah, Vinny. Keith. We had to, we had to take Vinny. last week off because Keith yeah. took ivermectin and he got sick. <laughs> it was. And, you know, That's not I, true. And now I can't have any more kids. <laughs> it was you know it was cheaper than going to the doctor and having a vasectomy though. So. Well, unfortunately, my testicles swelled up because because of the vaccine. So. <laughs> now you have to wear sports shorts all the time. All the time. I, I, it's actually, you know, like South Park, like Randy had to carry around the wheelbarrow when he got sick of their cancer. <laughs> I just have to walk around the wheelbarrow for a while. You got, you got to get one of those. Tough. Um, it's a tough life, but you know, it was worth it. You know, you know, the, the little wheelie carts for like when you have your foot in a cast kind of thing. Yeah. So you yeah, got to have one of those. And just, yeah, just, let, put that like, on, just plop it on there and just like a third, wheel it around. a third wheel right in the middle. So you just got to straddle it all day. It's, it's tough, but you know, you know I'm, at least, at least I'm, at least I'm vaccinated. <laughs> at least you don't have to worry about the COVIDs no more. Yeah. You know, speaking of COVID, you know, big news. If speaking of things to talk about, um, so Pfizer's booster shot approved for 65 and older uh, people with immune, you know, that are compromised, and the CDC director overruled things and said we should also be for high risk pe- working people. So I did, yes, med- I did. See, medical I did see that. staff and things like that. And then also Johnson Johnson is submitting their stuff for a booster shot saying that it really is awesomely awesome effective <laughs> well i well you know that's the technical listen, terms i, I, I use. am i am a, yeah awesomely awesome it's, it's very it's a, it is a scientific term people don't realize that well because you know the johnson um, johnson was less effective than pfizer and moderna to start with but the now new data, the new data shows that the moderna actually stays strong longer the pfizer one does decline but the johnson johnson one started lower but the booster makes it better <laughs> And uh, yeah, like I said, I was saying, it's like if you if you have been listening and paying to, to to the podcast, I I am a Johnson and Johnson recipient. Uh, same, same. So, oh, it's you too. I yes. forgot about that. Yeah. So yeah, we were the one shot and done, which was nice. We didn't have to go back for a second shot. I think and, that and was the side effects from the Johnson Johnson are very mild. Yeah, I or, or, you know, ne- or I, negligible. I did have a good bit of chills that night. Um, I was tired. My I, I, I sent the. Sleep. After I read the article about the Moderna stuff and how it, you know, it doesn't really decline that much, I, you know, I, I copy and pasted it into a text to my wife, and she goes, "Did better for the amount of pain we went through to get that thing, because <laughs> it almost killed them, because <laughs> the Moderna side effects are are wicked." So positive things on the vaccine front, and also, uh, Pfizer's submitting their application for five to eleven year olds, getting a reduced uh, amount of the shot. That they've proven to be effective for five to uh, ten year olds, oh, good. which is good for uh, my school age children or child because the younger one would be too young still. But still, I just, now we actually have step. to just one get more people, step. 
We have to just get people vaccinated. Now. That's what that that should be out by the end of October. They're talking about. Well, I think I mean just in general. I think we you know because well yeah we still need more people. I mean I can't imagine who's not vaccinated now, or who is vaccinated now, who's like or who's not vaccinated now is like oh no now 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 I decided it's now now now, now is when I want to do it now. It's like you know because because you hear a lot of like oh I gotta wait to see what happens. I gotta wait to see, well what are you gonna do? Wait a year? Wait two years? How, wait five much, years? Like how much more waiting are you gonna do? How many people? I'm convinced that, that I'm, I'm that convinced that this is gonna be an issue for. A very long time and i was thinking about this this morning like we you know when the when the when it first hit when COVID first hit we were, they were like everyone's thinking oh you know what okay this sucks a couple months all right you know we'll we'll take care of it and then the vaccines came out like a year later and i was like all right well this is this is going to really finally put put in put a nip in this we're we're going to get on the other side and you know it's been geez since march well february of last year yeah. and it's still like no end in sight almost it feels like right because we, we we could have nipped it in the bud if everyone chose to get vaccinated I mean, let's, or, at least, or at least be a lot more controlled than we are i mean things are obviously better right i mean yeah and, we're, you know we're out and about and doing things and you can't argue that the vaccines haven't helped because you look at the cases numbers and 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 especially when it comes to deaths since people started getting vaccinated and those numbers have dropped dramatically well and and, and but you still have people arguing you know you still have people who don't want to get it for whatever reasons most of those reasons aren't valid. Yeah. So in Connecticut, they um, we put uh, the governor tweets out and it's put on the website every day the numbers. So you know how many tests were given, how many tests came back positive, the overall cases, and how many people are in the hospital plus minus every day. But they added a stat recently in the past couple of weeks where, you know, so it says how many people are in the hospital, and then in parentheses it says how many people are not fully vaccinated. So it shows you know 230 people in, in the hospital. 75 percent not vaccinated right so well, I mean, yeah, now I it's mean, giving we, context and people have been asking for that for a while but now it's there there it is in i was gonna say black and white but it's really white and blue but <laughs> yeah but this is i mean it's not a secret right we knew yeah. we knew this we knew this was right but it, you know it's, it's nice numbers. to see that documentation out there and be like you know you want yeah, numbers it's, here's the numbers it's not going to change your opinion still but that's the thing that's the problem like nothing i don't i don't see anything at this point that can change people's opinions on the vaccine right uh, at, at this point like we've, really we've shown that it's effective we've shown that it's safe oh, i gotta um, do my research though i gotta do my own keith, research keith can you imagine a world like five years from now everyone who got the vaccine is like on death's door like it, who would be left yeah well you know sometimes nature just takes care of itself so that's a very cynical and morbid point of view but you know what well, I'm starting to lose sympathy for people who are if, who are vaccinated and getting well, sick. I really you hear about the doctors that refuse to treat patients that chose not to get vaccinated. Yeah, see, and I I do have a small problem with that. Well, yeah, because they took an oath to help people, but well, you know, I can see as a leftist, I do believe everyone deserves healthcare, right? And it's something that's right. that's like a core tenet of mine that everyone deserves healthcare. But but they're taking the up point. resources. It, it is it is really getting to the point where I'm like, you're you know, you're starting to take away beds from people who need it. You know, heart attack um, patients, other problems that are there that they don't have places to do other things because they're have to have people on ventilators that chose not to get vaccinated. Right. And now this person who had a root, you know, had a regular, not, I shouldn't say routine heart attack, but routinely they, if they got treatment within a certain amount of time, they would be fine. Now they can't get it because there's no place for them to be. Right. And that's, and now you have, these are, these are collateral deaths that are being caused by other people. 
and that you know that's that's a stat that's out there i haven't looked it up in a while but there is you know there's a lot of stats about what are the collateral deaths of people that can't get treatment because the resources are being sucked up in a lot of these locations by covid patients and a lot of them are those that have chosen not to get vaccinated yeah um and here's the tricky part about saying stuff like that too is that you, you don't want to exaggerate it um a lot of people like to use hyperbole and i think uh, rachel maddow just got called out for uh basically saying like you know people weren't getting treated because of because patients taking up beds but she was saying it to like the point where it, it wasn't even true so and then and then that's just great creates more doubt so like um you know i don't i don't know the exact numbers and how how much of this is affecting actually hospitals but at the same time it, you got to imagine it's it's affecting the, the workload of the hospital staff to a certain extent yeah, and you have that, hospitals that's, that's and that's causing out. poor and that's causing poor outcomes um right because if you have if you have burnout in your medical staff they can't treat right. effectively i guess yeah i i guess i just want to be careful yeah. um well yeah i, yeah. I, it, I hear what you're saying because you never want to no i'm just i mean not that anyone's going to push back on the you know on, on our little podcast but it's just it's just a message because it's just it's just something that i'm thinking about because you can't ever give your the opposition ammunition to um like, all right, I'm gonna, get, I'm gonna get into the weeds a little bit here. Um, but we all we all remember President Donald Trump. Who? I'm sorry. Exactly. What? But I mean, we're still dealing with the effects of former President Donald Trump. But Don, but former President Donald Trump um, liked to use a bit of hyperbole a lot, right? And and reactionaries never really care if their side uses hyperbole to get their point across. But when their opposition uses a little, a little, even a little bit, even the most bit of like oh, jumps all over it, jumps all over it, makes it the entire argument. And it's, it, it's something that you got to be careful about because it's not productive. Like, it's not fair. It's, it's, it's obviously not something that's fair, but it is something that can get used um, mm -hmm. against you in an argument. And that's just, that's just kind of just a tip for arguing in general for, for the listeners out there. Um, but it, it's, it's, it's just something that's always annoyed me. Um, because new you know nuances but the rules aren't the same for both sides right exactly and that's the problem especially it's, it's, it's nuance the nuance of an argument and they're yeah. very they're very good at logical fallacies and drawing people off arguments you see this online all the time okay. with reactionaries um they're very skilled at creating red herrings even oh this morning i was i saw a post you know that it's a post and it's got like a graph well, it's like an arc um it's kind of hard to describe over over voice <laughs> for voice it's kind you know of arc. I mean? um it's kind of like an arc and it, and it kind of like just tracks um slavery in america right and, it's, oh. and yeah, seen this. it's it starts in like you know way back i don't know the exact date 1500s when the, 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 the when the slave trade started yeah, i believe it's like 15 1600 somewhere anyway and then it goes and it's like red there and then it's like civil war and it's yellow and then i don't know if, if you've seen the graph online it's been it's online for a while now not important. The important thing is someone posted that basically without comment either. Just like, this is just, just a reminder, blah, blah, blah. This is, you know, slavery is a thing that happened and we were still feeling the repercussions of it. And that was the point of the post. Um, but somebody jumped in and said, well, it's not American slavery because it, America, America didn't even start until 1776, which isn't true, right? Um, the colonies were still America, right? We still called it America. It was still American slavery. That's the United States didn't start in 1776, and then and then that 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 derailed the argument 
the point that the guy was trying to make. Right. And then in the comments, there was just it was all about whether or not it's appropriate to call this, this, <laughs> the uh, Atlantic slave trade American slavery. Right. And that 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 what well, what is what does that matter? It, it has nothing to do with the point anyone was trying to make. But for, so so to. But it was still technically the Americas. Well, yeah, I mean, that's yeah, but that's not the point that's supposed to see. And now you're doing it right. You're like, well, yeah, because you want to argue that point because it's like, yeah, you're not making any sense. It was still the Americas. Like you still call it the American slavery, but you're derailing the conversation because that's not the point. The point is slavery happened for a very long time. Up until recently, we got rid of it. And even then there were unfair practices and even after those unfair practices got eliminated, there were still there, systemic there, racism. There's still people, yeah, there's still, still a group of people who are not treated fairly based on the color of their skin, right? And that's that's the point that this that this chart, the graph, whatever was trying mean, to make was trying to make, and it's that easy to just derail the conversation, right? Yeah. Oh, but that wasn't even America yet. What, right. There's nothing to do with the conversation, but that's what the argument turned. Then on, on the Facebook thread, that's what the argument turned into. So yeah, so that was because um, then you want to diffuse their rebuttal to get back to the original right because you always want to right you always want to when they say something ridiculous you want to you want to um, correct that why did you say that instead that of just saying true. that's not the point of the post at all right um, I think that's something that I, if you're a, if you're a Facebook warrior um, I've given up no I'm done I yeah, to a certain extent I I have as well um, I don't do it it's not worth my time it's really not it's it, it's sad to say that because you you know you always want to fight for for what's right and what's good you know, and, well, and, and the, the problem is when, whenever you want to be truthful about something you know you spend you know you spend a lot of time making sure you you, you write correctly you do a little research while you're doing it because you want to make sure that you, you're saying factual things and you take like a half hour to put a post and they just go blah, 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 and then they just five get, seconds. you just get garbage spouted at you then and you're like more uh, garbage you got to research and, and and debunk i'm like i'm not getting paid for this i'm not getting paid to research this to argue you right but so, that's how, and, and also too, it's frustrating because that's that's exactly how we stifle progress. Right. That's why progress is so hard to obtain, is because it is so easy to just derail that progress. Well, and, 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 and that's and that's anything, right? Well, it's it's right because it's also the, those people are also the loudest in the room, you know. So, no one. Well, they care. They they do. They care. They they do care the most about with um about halting progress, basically. Yeah, about remaining this, you know, staying well, whatever the it is, quo. like whether it's anti-maskers, anti-vaxxers, you know, whatever, they're always the loudest people, so they get the most attention, and they, like you said, they stop everything else from happening because they'll grandstand for twenty minutes, and now you know you're in a town hall meeting or a board of education meeting, they've just wasted a third of the time, for the meeting, by grandstanding over something that's pointless, or that's incorrect, and, and but because yeah, some loud, of these school board meetings are getting out of control, you see oh these stories, yeah. it's. I feel terrible. I mean, you get, I, I've heard stories about school board members resigning because they're getting like death threats. threats. Yeah. Uh, people showing up at their house. Cause a lot, you know, a lot of these school districts are like tiny little small suburban school districts where everyone knows each other and everyone's yeah. going to know where the, no, you know, so and so lives. Like, if, you're the, if you're the board member on a school, you know, board of education, it's not like it's a glamorous <clears throat> high paying job, you know? <laughs> <laughs> no, you're, you're not the CEO of uh you know, I mean, of a, of a corporation here, it you're, pays you're nice, right. but it's not, you know, yeah, you don't have like a big mansion or anything. So it's like, come on, I'm just another parent in the town trying to help do good for our kids. And you yeah. want to come to my house and like, yeah, all school, you know, all school board positions are volunteer. 
right? They're all a lot of them, yeah. I don't think any of them. I mean, I know none of them around here. I maybe they're, I don't know if there's some states that allow I don't for know. that. I, I know I when I was so. in high school, the people that were on our town's board were like my friend's parents, <laughs> you know. So so like, school board, I, right? Yeah, the school board. So yeah. I like I knew the people because I, I I used to do the sound for the meetings on on Monday nights, um, and you know it was just a bunch of parents and some other and then some town officials that were in the board meetings, and you know then, then your public access recording it because that's what I was doing the sound for was the public access, and uh, you know you're half a dozen people that showed up to the meeting. <laughs> well, I'm surprised they don't zoom them all, right? Well, now they do. I'm, th- I'm talking about they, I they were. I mean, they obviously were during like when COVID was. I think um, they are now. A lot, a lot of places are just have moved over. Even before that, some places were starting the YouTube live stuff because why not? It's it's a public forum, yeah, make it accessible. Um, I think all. I think we all, have the technology I think all now. town meetings, the school board meetings, town city council meetings. I think you know it's super be, cheap to do set it's, up. And it's and it's an easy way to get people involved in in you know local. Like, politics. Oh, I can't make the meeting, but I you know I can't go there because I'm cooking dinner for my kids. But at least I can watch it. You know. Actually, I, that's one of the things I liked about it is like I was able to go to like uh, the little league meetings because it was on Zoom. Like, oh, I can go to the meetings now for it instead of having to like leave the house and then go do this. And it's like, oh, it's right there. Same with our like you know PTA and all that stuff. It's like it's it's accessible because it's online. Whereas if you had to go to it now, I got it. Like, okay, which parent is going? We can't both go. Someone's got to watch the kids. You know, who's making dinner? Yeah, no, it's just a great way to get people involved in, in local yeah. politics, and I'm, and I'm all for that. So Make everything accessible. If it's yeah. public, make it live. Make it easy to ex- obtain. And yeah. I mean, we're, we're, in a, we're in a new era now, right, where the, I think the internet is just... And I mean, for towns that don't have enough money, you know, you need one camera and a, and, a, and a computer to do it. You don't need, like, the fancy multi-camera moving camera things. You can do one camera in the back of the room and record it, and then over time build up if you need to but you don't have to go fancy you can be simple no it's basically free to put it i mean it's free to put online someone will host it right you don't need a you don't need YouTube. to build your own server youtube you put, you put it right put it right on youtube make it youtube is the number one search engine in the world last i knew or number two one of the two i mean i would imagine google's still first well it's part of google so <laughs> That is true. I, I forget that sometimes. But it's like, yeah, it's like it's like the number two search engine in the world because if you're looking for video, you just go to YouTube and you look for it. Oh yeah, I mean, so, if you search stuff on Google, you it's do get YouTube sure you videos, YouTube, which yeah. makes sense because it's owned by Google. But <clears throat> since they bought it, yeah. But so so yeah, let's make things free and accessible. Anyways, let's get rid of Texas. <laughs> Um, I think I think there was a time when they wanted to be their own republic, the Republic of Texas. Uh, we should have just let that happen. They're they're large enough to be their own country. Um, they are. I think we talked about this last week. They have their own power grid. Got their own power grid. You know, you want to keep that power grid? You know, fine, whatever. They can they can handle immigration as much as they want. <sighs> do it. You know, eh, do we want them doing that? No, but I mean, I guess people I mean, would just pass if, through if Texas. They do get their own, if they become their own country. Yeah. Then maybe they'll just sh- ship them up past. But then again, um, you know, Oklahoma might might go with them. <laughs> Louisiana might go with them as well. So, you know. I mean, what are you going to do? Was Lincoln right to keep the Union together? I don't know. Um. Yeah, because it helped free the slaves. Yeah, 
but but yeah but other, other than that <laughs> it's it's a it's a hard sell um yeah, i mean this is the, it's, frustra- like, it's frustrating it's frustrating because there, there a are a lot of good people that live you know that live in other in, the, in these states right i mean it's oh, yeah. not I have friends that live down in Texas, but it's it's weird because it's all the cities where you have, right? You know, like a lot of places. Then you go to rural, and it's like, whoa, hey, what's going on here? Yeah, it's like a, yeah, it's, it is like everywhere else. But um, I think I just think there's just there's so much land there that um, you know that it gets skewed a little bit as far as rural versus city because there's only a, a, a few big cities in this huge space. It's not like New York. I mean, New York's a pretty big state uh, that has. You know, obviously, New York City is a big part of the population, and then the other two cities, exactly. you know, got Buffalo and Albany. And Albany, Buffalo is like hanging on as a city. I guess Syracuse, Syracuse a little bit, but even there Syracuse. is a. Uh, it's a college. It's relatively small um, compared to like a lot of major cities in the United States. Anyway, why do we want to get rid? Of, what do, what do we, why do we want to get rid of Texas now? Well, I mean, besides the abortion laws. Yeah. Um, oh, because now, because now, Trump wants to do the recount in Texas. <laughs> what? <laughs> Did he win Texas? I don't know. That's what I read this morning. That he now, because the Arizona thing is over, which showed that Biden had a bigger win in Arizona than originally thought. Now they're going to like I forgot like three counties I think it is in Texas to what he wants the recounts there. Like, what is? I really. I very much believe that he has a mental issue where he actually cannot comprehend how he can't win. Like it's a, like, Maybe. like I think other people around him just believe him. Right. They're like, they, they or just go along with him. Right? They go just... along with him. But I think that he himself, because of how his entire life is gone, you know, every, you know, from ha- being handed money as a child to start his own business and like people just, giving him maybe maybe, he yeah, wants. maybe he's like how could this not work out for me he doesn't and, um, know how to lose Donald Trump, i should he, win he's never been a loser you know i don't think he's ever played a team sport um you know he cheats at golf when he got, does golf so business he cheats at everything exactly so he doesn't understand the fact that he could actually lose something and so the idea of him losing the election is something that he cannot actually mentally comprehend well, I just remembered it. You know, he was supposed to. He was supposed to take back the presidency in August. And that oh, kind was of it August? And then September. And then, yeah, that's... Um, Mike Lindell. I'm still waiting for the proof from the pillow guy. Yeah, I, you know, uh, apparently people that he had hired to do that stuff like resigned because of like, yeah, we looked at the data and there's nothing here. <laughs> well, he was going on news programs and just basically showing like numbers and people. Yeah, were like, it's like here's this? the data. He's like this like, is the proof. Don't you see it? Do and people are like, no, it? I don't, I don't see it. What are you talking about? Like, it's we, like, it's we, like we've hired tenders. people to look at this stuff, and no one. And he's like, well, then you hired the wrong people because I got people that says Trump won. Oh, uh, this is called it's data really from a like, data input system, and you have to run it through a algorithm <laughs> to uh, output the results. Um, it's like yeah, it's, he, he got the wrong really data from if you were, if you were following that. It's just numbers and letters and. Like, <laughs> it, it, Again, he's another person that just doesn't can't comprehend. You know, yeah, some, I was at the county. I was at the county some people fair. Play the con, and some people just don't understand. Yeah, I was at the county fair and I saw people selling the my pillow, and I I really I really came close to just going up to them and being like, "So, do you guys have the proof?" 
<laughs> you guys, you guys, are you guys hiding the proof here? Like, is this is this where the proof is? Right. Meanwhile, some like college kid, like, dude, dude, I'm just. No, it wasn't. It was it was, it was a couple job. older people oh. working the booth. You know how sometimes though it's just like the college kid, just like, hey, it's my son. Just got job. a job working selling the my pillows. No, yeah. Don't I? I no. I still would have been like, hey. And then and then next to them was the was the tent with all the the conservative T-shirts like. Oh. Guns make liberals cry. I want to make you cry. I'm drinking the liberal tears. Joe, not Joe Biden. Joe Biden is not my president. Oh my God. Sleep, sleepy Joe. I saw. You know the conservatives. Cry. The conservatives. I didn't hear them applauding Sleepy Joe for you know, kicking the Haitians out. What's up with that? <laughs> no, but Sleepy Joe. But, but the liberals are checking him on it. Are they? Yeah, he has pushed back for it. Yeah, from the uh, yeah, I guess from the leftists. I don't yeah, no, but the liberals, liberals, pretty silent about it. I don't hear Nancy Pelosi really talking about the, the Asian immigrants. Although I did hear that um, you were, um, some of them did get to, you know at least a little bit of disciplinary action for like you know whipping people. The 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 images of them chasing them yeah. on horseback. Although I've heard that you know, um, I've also heard that they weren't wh- actually whipping people, but whatever. I don't know anything about. They're pretty, I'm pretty sure they're treating people inhumanely, and they should be. They should be fired for that, right? They, you can't be a border guard and treat people. Let's let's be honest. Like that. I, I mean, you I, don't sign up to be a border guard if you don't want to enforce border policy. Like really, I don't. That, maybe they do. I don't know. I think, mean, well, just, but do it. That, do it with I, humanity. I mean, this is the argument against police too, right? Like, just just treat people like human beings. Don't treat them like yeah, like garbage. Oh no, I, that's that's is that is that it's so hard? Is that is that a is that an unreasonable request? Oh well, I just think it's the culture that's been built up in those. Oh, hundred percent. I'm not saying it's not, but it's I'm, very problematic. You know, my, yeah, my point is, we you know we need to change that, and that's oh, that's totally. the whole argument with the police. Like, obviously, like we know this that the whole defund the police movement didn't mean like abolish policing right we yeah. you know, obviously policing is something that the you know we still need society police. needs <laughs> we, but it we needs need to be done to in a better manner it needs <laughs> to be done in a obviously more equitable way equitable but um equitable. it also needs to be done in a more humane way like this this is not these are not secrets this, you know this is, but this that was the whole movement but again back to our earlier conversation people just focused on well, you just want to get rid of police all in general no. And then there's so many dumb arguments against that. And like, then, well, and then it goes out. Like the way. whole f- the few bad apples argument. Like it's, it's stupid. It's what does it well, matter? It, like obviously we have we have we have data and statistics showing our point, and you just say, well, it's only a few bad apples. What, what, is, what does that even mean? I'm actually, like, how do you how do we fix that? Right. I'm actually in the middle of listening to a great story about that. Talking, you know, one of the people on it is a is a black lieutenant in the police department, and another person. The interview is from uh, London. And, you know, the, the lieutenant from the police department in the States who, who was in the NYPD is like, you know, the real problem is, you know, part of the problem, not the real problem, but one of the problems is, you know, you talk about a few bad apples, but when, when the few bad ones are the people at the top that are trying to implement policy, the people at the bottom are just doing what they're told to implement the policy. You know, it's, it's you know, the people at the top like saying, hey, I want to get this quota done. And then it's the boots on the ground that are doing the quota. So you get you, that policy gets pushed down from the few to the many, and then you also have the you know in training they you know they talk to you roughly and all that so you can 
work well under pressure and not crack when someone disrespects you on the street. Right. It's, well, it's that, but then, warrior, but then you it's get that in, warrior mentality that causes a lot of the problem. But, but, then, it's but, also, but then you get into the – when you get into the force, people are like, oh, don't let people disrespect the police because then if they disrespect you today, they don't have no problem pushing you tomorrow. If they push you tomorrow, they got no problem shooting you the next day. So it's 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 that that mentality of well, it's that, yeah, it's that worry mentality, and, which, is, yeah. which is the issue. But it's, but it's also too. It's, I mean, I mean, policy aside, it's also it's also culture, right? And it's it's all it's also fraternity. It's also you know, it's hard to if if I need you to support me when I see you doing things that I don't like. It's it's a lot harder to push back against those things, mm-hmm. right? Because I because I still need you to support me. Um. You know, you know what I'm saying. It's, you know what I'm saying. And I think that I think that's the bigger. You watch issue, my back. The, watch your back. Right. The bad apples. You when when you rely on a bad. It's like it's like when you're younger and you have that jerk friend, right? And everyone's. I think everyone's at least had that had or at least knows somebody who's like, eh, you know, we put we you know we kind of just tolerate this guy as our friend because he'll he'll look out for us. But you know, we know we kind of know he's a jerk, and you know, I'm sorry for like the shit that he says and stuff like that um it's, it's cartman you know the cartman syndrome there <laughs> honestly i don't even know what to hang out with cartman but i mean other than the fact that the show needs cartman to to be a, a, an antagonist but it's a small town right <laughs> that's i think that's what it comes down to um and also it's fictional but but you know but you know what i'm saying you know what i'm getting at. they've been the same um, age for 20 years god <laughs> 25 years well geez bart simpson's my age oh my god well, our age just think about it let's not let's not go there <laughs> well, I was thinking about this the other night, and you know, this would be a little bit lighter of a, of a topic. When, when did you stop watching The Simpsons? Um, at least ten years ago. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I was thinking around the same time. Co- college was the peak of Simpsons Simpsons viewing. Oh God, yeah. Just because you could watch it three times in a row, because we had both Fo- Fox sixty one and Fox twenty five in the dorms. So, oh, and those were the those were the repeats of the good season. I'm just I'm even so, thinking yeah. about like well, was I was even say, thinking about um but then I even, watch the, the, even that time like watching the new episode. The new episodes were still oh, yeah. like really good at that time. Plus, you had Futurama on back to back, so <laughs> once in a while. Um, <laughs> I mean, famously, the problem with Super, uh, Futurama was that it um, you never knew when it was going to be on because it kept getting preempted for football games. And, well, I see, yeah. Um, I mean, although, arguably, one of the best. <laughs> What is it? I just saw the thing the other day. Like they had, like three PhD people. Like the, the cumulative education in the writing room was like we were. Oh God, yeah, it was one of those. Oh yeah, it was a cartoon. Well, even the Simpsons. A lot of those. A lot of those writers were Harvard grads. Like there was no. There were no slouches in those writing rooms back back in the day. Yeah. So it, it's definitely, uh, and that's the thing that like people they get underrated because people don't realize how smart they actually were. It's like no, these guys are like super smart, and you don't know that. <laughs> <laughs> it's because they it's because they, they tell dumb jokes sometimes. No, those writer rooms were like like if you actually look at the writers room. Like anytime they had math on the board and uh, the shows, like it was actual math equations. Oh yeah, that did things. <laughs> so yeah, it wasn't just like gibberish. So no, they was, weren't. Yeah, they weren't slouching. But yeah, no, I probably stopped watching Simpsons in the early, in the mid two thousands. Yeah, I think I think me too. I, I used to watch it religiously. Watch... Like every Sunday was, you know, eight o'clock. Simpsons were on. And I was watching that new episode. And then... the thing is, like, I, eight o'clock on Sundays, I was doing something all of a sudden. <laughs> See, I don't even think I was. I was just doing something else because it just. I, know, I was just thinking about the Simpsons, and Jesus, it's been on for 
30 years now. Yeah. Like when, when it came out, we were too young for our parents to let us watch it. And then. Well, maybe you, but you know, but I mean, I grew up in a more little, I, uh, well, more loose, loose, loose uh, a loose household where I was basically, I could watch whatever I wanted. Yeah, I Whether or not that was good or bad, that's, you know, that's you have to be determined. I couldn't watch but. that, but I could watch Lethal Weapon, probably. Oh, <laughs> uh, like, I had HBO, man. I was, I had HBO and Cinemax. I was watching all Isn't the, that the real problem? Like, all the bad stuff. I could probably watch, like, an action movie before I could watch The Simpsons. Or MTV. Yeah, that's, a. Uh... I don't know. I've talked well, to that's your parents a, that's about a, that. No, well, no, I'm saying I'm saying that more generally as a population, like what you know that what we allow our kids to watch at a young age is. Um, See, I was definitely not brought up like that. I was, you know, I had my own TV in my room. I was, right. I was basically let go. I was, you know, I do remember the first PG-13 movie I ever watched was The Monster Squad. Never seen it. it was, oh, that's a good movie. You should <laughs> still watch it. It's still a good movie. <laughs> That's my movie movie recommendation for the week. We're starting a new uh, new segment. <laughs> I will say this: anything that was PG thirteen in the eighties and nineties would be closer to R nowadays. Yeah, yeah. There's been that creep. Um, hey, let's watch Sandlot with the kids. Oh wow, there's a lot. But you got to remember, PG thirteen PG thirteen was um, created in the in the eighties, right? Basically, as a response to, um, I think, Last Crusade. Was it for Last Crusade? Um, that and the Gremlins. Because the Gremlins, I think. I think it was the Gremlins. Gremlins are great. Because Gremlins was just a PG movie. And that, you know, you watch the Gremlins and I think. No, you can't. Anyway, it's not important. That's, no. Look it up for yourself. I'm not, I, it was, it was, I want to say the Gremlins. I'm not sure if it was the Gremlins. One of those, one of those early 80s like car movies. I, but I, I want to say one of the Indiana Jones movies got a... Well, Last Crusade was... Reasons, Almost the night. No, was it still the '80s? Last Crusade. Oh, I'm sorry. I meant um, Temple, Temple of, Doom. of Doom. I was gonna say Temple of Doom. That was oh. Because yeah, Last Crusade I think was '89. Dalima. Protect right. the heart, indeed. Protect your heart. Yeah, yeah. Hang, um, hang on, lady. We go for a ride. Sorry. <laughs> I love short round. Because I know it's such kid, a good movie. As a kid um, at the time, obviously, as, obviously I mean, as a kid, having a kid really as a star was like, oh yeah, he's, oh he's yeah. A, I mean, that was huge. He's little like me. Like I could be Indiana Jones a sidekick. I could hang out with Indiana Jones. That that's um, what to me was cool about it. Yeah, obviously you, you watch it, you know, later and with different uh, contexts. And you, there's a lot of racism that did get called out at the time, but not as much as it would have now. But you know, that's a whole other story. And then that's, Steven Spielberg's wife was the main uh, female in it because that was what she, he had to do that at the time. She, she was Steven Silver's wife. Yeah, I didn't know that. That's why she's in the movie. I mean, maybe I did know that and forgot it. That's the only reason why Marion wasn't in the second movie is because Steven Spielberg got married and like, oh, let's have my wife be in the movie. Willie. Yes, Willie. Yeah, that was my favorite movie, Indiana Jones movie, like as a kid. Really? When I was, I think only I think because it was on cable a lot when I was. It was. A kid too. I mean, I like kid. I like all three original movies. We don't talk about the. Uh, Crystal oh, God, Crystal Skull was so bad, isn't it? No, it's, it's Shia LaBeouf. I, 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 when, when Shia LaBeouf was in the was in the trees, and the monkeys were swinging, and I said, if Shia LaBeouf starts swinging on these vines, this movie's over. 
And then he's and there. Lo and behold, him. there goes Shia up swinging through the vines. And I'm like, oh, God, this is painful. Okay, so you went one step too far. This is one step. Yeah, like, there's suspension of disbelief and there's suspension of disbelief. And that, that the, just, the, bro- like, that just the, As far as the first, like, quarter was, like, you know, the first part of the movie was pretty good. It wasn't, yeah. You know, it, it had some reminiscing and blah, blah, blah. I don't know what this next one's going to be like. That they're currently yeah, honestly, I'm, I'm not really excited to even say it. Honestly, I'm probably you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to. Might skip it. So, anyways, oh crap! It came out already. I gotta get HBO Max now. Why would you? What would we need to watch? Dune. Oh no, sorry, that's next month, October twenty second. Yeah, I, I was thinking about the twenty second. I was like, oh no, that's I never got on the Dune kick. I don't like people. People love the Dune, and I just I, I did don't... you did you read the book? Never read the book. Never oh, saw the eighties movie. Don't watch the eighties movie. It's not good. People love the '80s movie. It's like it's like okay. one of those cult classic deals. Here's the thing. So I watched the '80s movie as a child with my dad. I liked it. Then when I got older, post college, I was like, I'm gonna read the book. I love the book. Hey, let's go to the movie and rewatch the movie. Oh wow, this is horrible. Like compared to what's in the book, it just oh, it's it had a limit. It's and it's not for lack of trying. It's just the limitation of the '80s. One, one, you know, we talk about early 80s cinema, you had a limitation on time. They didn't want to make a three-hour epic. You know, Lord of the Rings that didn't happen yet, so the, you couldn't do a three, four-hour movie. Um, nowadays, you can do that, which is what they're doing. And the, the Doom movie that's coming out is only the first half of the book. And it's a three-hour movie because the book is dense. Are they gonna it's not do a very a, big book, um, but it's very dense content-wise. So, are they going to do both? Are they going to do Doom like parts one and two? Well, are they supposedly. I mean, hopefully. Um, so so the book is a great. I'm actually on the third book in the series right now. There's seven books altogether, I believe. Um, but it's 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 a and here sci-fi hitchhikers, classic. hitchhikers can only get one movie. And there's you know, there's six books of that now. Well, it's it's also a different time. You know, if if hitchhikers is made now, you might get a different result. It's the you know, thanks to Lord of the Rings, thanks to the Marvel stuff. People, you know, they're realizing audiences are okay with doing longer movies in, you know, multi-set movies of the same thing. You know, and you have to think, like I said, you got to think Lord of the Rings. You got to thank Harry Potter for that. Well, look at Infinity. Infinity yeah, thank, you, think, you know, thank like Marvel those. for that. You know, hey, let's do 10 years of movies that all culminate to one thing. <laughs> you know, it's like you couldn't have done that before. But now they're realizing there's a huge audience for it, and you're going to do it. So now you have studios making a Dune remake and you know, the author's son was on the set. Like, this is how the movie should have been the first time. And you know, it's just, yeah, I don't know. Sometimes I think movies are getting too long. Yeah. Well, I think Cause there, I do watch a lot of like two and a half hour movies and I'm like, they, they could have cut a half an hour out of this. Oh, there's a, there's always that too. They didn't, they didn't, need, they didn't need this. They didn't need that. It's you know, whatever. Okay. We got, we got enough panning shots of the scenery. Okay. <laughs> Well, the, the joke with the you know the Zack Snyder Justice League is, you know, if you would you know use a little bit less slow mo and then <laughs> you cut the movie in half. But I want to I want to do a re edit of the original Star Trek movie, and just cut out about a half hour. <laughs> yeah, I, but yeah, that was movies were obviously a different time, right? That was coming off of like two thousand and two thousand and one and Star Wars. Star Wars. Star Wars is obviously a little bit more fast paced. Right, but it was only one, made. You know I mean? It was only made because of Star Wars. It was. It was. It was a time where like you could show off visuals and movies, and people would still be impressed by them. Right. 
like you think about the first Superman, I was watching a video about the first Superman the other day and you forget like those special effects blew people's minds. Oh yeah. And, and you know, the flying scenes, you ever watched like the behind the scenes of that? They basically, they had a uh, miniature of the bridge and they had little cars glued to it and it was a conveyor belt. So it just, it, it goes, it keeps going. So it looks like cars are moving, but it's a conveyor belt and you just have him suspended on top of it, shooting down. So it looks like he's over the bridge. Yeah. It's all, you know, it's forced perspective. So it looks like the bridge is really far away because the bridge is, you know, it's about the size of my desk, but, and it's got cars like this big, on, you know, about a uh, four inches long on them, but they're all glued to the uh, conveyor belt, which is painted to look like a roadway, of course. And then it's right. two opposite ones going in different directions to make it look like traffic. Practical, I mean, cool I, things like that. By the way, like, I love practical effects better than special effects. Every, I think everybody does, but for, the, for some reason, I mean, obviously they, they don't, they're, I mean, I don't want to say easier because it isn't easy to, you know, uh, animate all that crap. But right. at the same time, like, they do look better for the most part, but there's something about the practical effect that just has a better, it resonates more, you know what I mean? It, it's it feels it, better. It, yeah, it, yeah, it's hard to explain. Like it, it, at the same time, it looks more real because it is. But even though it might not look as right. clean, I guess. I, I I get what you're saying. I I just don't. It's an understanding thing too, right? When you see CGI, you can always think, "Oh, that could have been better." Like especially when you watch old movies, old movies like twenty year old movies that that well, yeah, the beginning that had, is like, CGI that had early days of CGI, and it's, it's very like, plastic, oh god, yeah. like. Yeah, this like why why would you go with this? Um, yeah, <laughs> aesthetic, or like the Star Wars remakes when they added CGI in, or like uh, that was just silly. I just don't add yeah, CGI just, to where that was CGI just Lucas wasn't. being Lucas, I guess. Yeah, just clean it up. All I wanted was a clean version of the film. I didn't need a re-edit with edit, added things. Did not help. I don't need. And that's the funny part too. I, I don't I can't need more Katana scene. Like the like, one song <laughs> is Katana. That's all I needed. I didn't need a second song. No one asked. Terrible, no man. one said, "Play another good. song." <laughs> wasn't, even, wasn't even a good song. Like, um, but the, yeah, you say that. I I don't remember the last time I actually watched the original Star Wars movie. Like, right without all the extra oh, without, crap. I, I don't know. I can't find it without. Well, I know people that have it. I could get a hold of it. They did put it out uh, a DVD. Yeah, because people demanded it. Yeah. <laughs> But now on Blu-ray, you can't have it on Blu-ray. Right. I yeah, I can't remember the last time I saw the like the actual original like Star Wars trilogy from like without all the extra junk in it. Right. Um. Obviously, Empire didn't have a lot of extra junk in it. Uh, that got the least amount of extra junk. Probably because Empire was the strongest. I just want to hear the song, dude. A- Empire was the strongest movie. It had a different yeah. director. Well, because it Lucas sure. didn't direct Empire. It was a different director. He wrote it. But it also had a better, you know, they learned a lot from the first one. The second one, Empire is the pinnacle. Well, you're a media, you're a media studies guy. Like you, you appreciate um, the story behind the original Star Wars and how um, it was oh. saved in the edit. Like that, oh, that's yeah. a really that's a really, if you haven't completely for saved the listeners out there, when, instead of just Keith and I talking to ourselves, um, <laughs> go yeah, go out too. and search and search like how how Star Wars was saved in the edit in the edit room and it's a really cool it's a really cool story you can also find like the um stuff that was cut out on youtube and stuff like yeah you know how it was supposed to start and you know luke talking to his friend in the town and all that stuff like that had nothing to do with exposition or anything right but yeah Yeah, it's completely um, saved in the edit and 
all that stuff. So anyways, go, you know what? This is a good time. It's a good jumping off point because I do have work to go do. I have some microphone cables to plug in. Yeah, yeah. Um, go yeah, I like this little, go check little, out short, little shorter version of the, of, the, of the podcast this week. Maybe, you know, maybe people will take a little more chance on it, right? Maybe people yeah, will be like, hey. Yeah, you never know. Oh yeah, their their podcast is only like a half an hour, forty five minutes today, instead of like instead the of three hour. hours. <laughs> so I think last time we had the yeah we had the big uh, hour and twenty minute. Uh, oh man, special return. Edition. So now we're getting, now you're getting a shorter version. First, the first episode of season two, you got a longer edition. Second episode, shorter edition. So <laughs> maybe we'll be back next week with a medium edition, and we'll see how that does. And then after that, we'll do a micro edition. What are you talking again, people? All right. Thanks for listening. If uh, you know you want to reach out, we got the the email us at gmail at gmail dot com. All right, you can you can you can find Keith and I on social media. Just look up. You know what? Referee Vinny Lax or Referee Lax on on different platforms. Honestly, nobody nobody cares. All right, I know on Twitter Referee Lax R E F V I N N I E L A X, and on YouTube at Just Another Guy talking about stuff this is where i get my plugs in this is a, this is the part of the podcast where i where i annoy keith by talking because he wants me to sign off and anyway well, but I have he's gotta go to work do. until next time see you, see you.